Episode 13. Let's go. Yes, sir. Back again, your host, Paul and Ryan. You know what it is, Ryan and Paul. <laughs> Ryan and Paul. It's a litty, it's a litty Sunday. A That's lot right. has been going on, man. Let's hop into it. I see you got the Bears jersey on hey, right hey, now. Hey, hey, you see me. Know. Good, what, what's listen. the game been like? What was the game like? Hey, man, the game was rough, man. Hey, it's a, the jersey and the hat. Hey, if I'm gonna be honest out here, man, uh, uh, Mitch was looking a little sketch. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we we got the win. We came through with the win. You know, Trubisky. Oh Jesus! He wasn't looking true. That guy, that guy right there, the guy that we traded up, that we gave up, uh, uh, what some picks for and passed up Mahomes and Watson. But we ain't gonna get into all that. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna get into all that. Well, all I'm gonna say is, is that we pulled out the win yeah. today. You know, I, I'm sure. I'm ex- I'm just as excited as everybody is out there that football is back. NFL Sundays are back. NFL Mondays, Thursday night games. Hopefully, they can keep yes, COVID free and safe. Um, man, let's let's talk about this these stadiums yes, as well, man. Because uh, what, what I come to find out is is that a lot of these uh, stadiums are only allow- allowing a capacity of five thousand or so. And I kind of looked into it, and the reason they're okay. doing that is because of the season ticket holders. You know, people who already bought their season yeah. tickets, you know, ahead of time, trying to take care of them. So I'm Makes like, sense. I, I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, limit limit capacity, spread them out. I mean, I get it. I, you know, the, the the normal guy, the normal guy who's uh coming into um who's going to the game. I mean, they're not really losing anything, right? They're not losing anything, but you know, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm happy to have it back. Hey, I watched uh, I watched a college game. I watched a college game earlier. I watched Duke earlier. Nice. And their their stadium situation, it makes sense that you say that. Because, uh, you know, they had a lot of people in the stands. I was looking like, damn, it don't look like football missed a step. But at the same time, it was like people were still socially distanced. You know what I mean? They were still – they were still spaced out in the stands. But it's funny because, you know, it's it's college. So you still had – even though they're talking like, oh, yeah, look how safe people are, their distance, you still had a whole section full of people, you know, the rowdies. They all had their shirts off, chugging beers. Like, that section was packed, so the rowdies don't care. They're out there repping for their school. But for the most part, for the most part, everyone was spaced out. Everyone was spaced out. Way more than six feet in between each other. You know, it was like a family here family there a family here so you know if that worked in college i could see it being the same thing for for uh you know professional football so that's good man hopefully the season can keep going smoothly we can keep uh getting these wins so the bears they won right yeah man took the w today it was a hard fought w work good work gonna get it but i mean hey who who they who they beat the detroit the Lions, the Lions. Of course, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I, I mean, I, you know I, I should have known because I saw some, Yeah. You know, I was going to say, I was going to say, I, I got to give it to them, though, man. They didn't look too bad. They didn't look too bad. But go ahead. I saw go somebody, ahead. I saw somebody tweeting saying, uh, saying the Lions are going to find way more reasons to lose than the Bears find to win. Come on, man. What you know, it was like the Bears just had to do their thing. I don't know if that was a diss to the Bears or the Lions, or they just dissed both in one tweet. Yeah, they just But did. it was, you know. You know, they the sneak Lions. They sneak dissing. <laughs> sneak dissing. It don't matter. However we get a win, we got a win, and I'm going to take it. Uh, take yeah, it, man. that's facts. That's facts, man. That's good, bro. Hey, hey, let's talk about your boy McGregor, man. Did you see the news? You see what? 
What's going on with him, man? What's going on with McGregor? Well, what's, what's the news? Clue us in. Hey, so 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 they say that he's retired, right? But we all knew that he was going to try to come back and maybe fight another fighter. Yeah, I, I saw that he uh, he accepted a fight a while back. What's the newest? What's the latest development? Man, the latest development is is an assault charge, either an assault charge or or an, uh, 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 yeah, or a uh, and or a rape charge included yeah. or something. I don't know, man. Like shit, cuz yeah, shit. I know. I know. Now, where did this happen? In uh, America or Ireland? Uh, I forget, man. I didn't really see the details, but when I saw that, it brought me back to that video of him in Ireland at a bar when he punched that older dude. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, I, that. and I'm just like, man, it kind of bears a question. I don't want to be one of those, you know. I don't want to be 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 the guy to speculate, but it's like, damn, does McGregor have a little bit of a, I don't know, man, have a little bit of a temper, have a little bit of a, a problem? Oh, you know he does. Yeah, because you 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 brought up him uh, beating that old dude up in the bar. Exactly. Like, come on, fam, you you a world class UFC fighter? You know, I know boxers. Their hands are damn near registered as what? Weapons. Deadly weapons. weapons. So, exactly. exactly. So, I mean, you don't, as Conor McGregor, you don't just fight with your hands. You fight with, you know, your legs, everything. You can grapple. You can kick. You can punch. Shit, he, he, he won his last fight. I mean, come on. He does a whole... He does a whole swinging around move. We know that move, man, where he hits you with the back of his forearm. So that's what I'm saying. That's how he. Conor uh, McGregor himself, his whole body is a weapon. So for for him to look at an old man and be like, "All right, he must want it." Like, come on, fam, you should know. Like, I can take this dude at the drop of a dime. So let me remove myself from the situation. Exactly. Exactly. You got to have a little bit more control over that. You know what I mean? Uh, a little bit more control. And uh, Dana White, he, he came out with a statement. He said, whether you're retired, whether you're, uh, you know, whether you're retired or not, you still represent the UFC, right? So you can't be doing stuff like that. You can't get yourself in trouble. Even though we don't know the details, you know, it's still bad, bad publicity. So, I mean, you know, he's aware of the situation. They're aware of who McGregor is, right? But, yeah. I mean, you got to control yourself, though, man. You can't be punching punching old ladies. You can't be, you know putting your hands on women or whatever, man. Yeah. Accusations of a, of sexual assault, it says. You know? I mean, what's going on with that? <laughs> and, and, it, and, and it was in hey, France. The sexual assault is... is... It, was, it was in France, right. too. It was in so, France, too. So maybe, I don't he, know. He, he, he violating all over the world. He violating all over the world. You know, the notorious. He out here showing his, his package, man. He got to calm down. Relax. Relax, McGregor. And I bet we won't hear anything from Dana White. Nah, nah. He 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 said a little something about it, but then he moved on. He he moved on real quick, you know. He moved on real quick. So hey, you know what, what we got up got coming up important as well. Uh, you know, off of McGregor. I just had to yeah, bring yeah, that. Yeah. I just had to bring that up because you know we had our guy Neil on here. And, hey, nah, man. And we've been paying attention to the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Magni. Yeah, shout out, man. If, if y'all didn't know, I don't, I don't know if we even went over it on our, on our uh, last episode, but, you know, mm. if you follow us on socials, you would know that Magny won his last fight. That's right. That's right. So, you know, God hey. alum, our boy Neil Magny has moved up in the ranks in UFC. I think he's now what? You said he's a top 10 fighter, right? Absolutely. Hold on. I'll give it to you right now. Tell you exactly what he is. 
as he should be, and as he should, you know, he should be considered for a title fighter. I think he's amazing. Now we're showing us that he's ranked. Uh, he didn't quite crack top ten. He didn't crack. Okay, okay, crack okay. Not yet. Not top yet. 15, top, top 15, top 15 or something. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. up there. He moving up. He moving up. Yeah, absolutely. He won his last fight. Um, when's his next fight? Because I know he had signed on for at least two. Yeah, exactly. He did. He did. He signed on for at least two. His next fight, UFC. I think it's going to be held in Vegas again. Um, I don't think they matched him up with a uh, fighter yet. But he said he said in, in a tweet that he put out that uh, a lot of people, he heard a lot of people were talking mess. A lot of people wanted to challenge him. A lot of people felt like they could step in the ring with him after watching his last fight. You know, so I, I know that he, it's, it's in the works currently. You know what I mean? It's in the works currently. Everybody wants to cool. try to take, cool. take, a, take, take a shot at a winner, right? And I know, I know the way the UFC goes. It's like every time you win in the UFC, they offer you more fights, right? Exactly. Exactly. He was guaranteed two fights before he even uh, stepped into, his la into the ring the last time. So he's definitely got a fight coming up. Yeah. It's just who's the ch who's the challenger going to be? Cool. You know who who wants to take who that? Is it? Who, who is wants it? To, who yeah. wants to take that L? Yeah, man. And the last fight, the last fight that he did win, he was uh, right before the main event. Yeah, exactly. You know, so he was the last undercard before the main event. So he moving up there, man. Shout out Magny. Yeah, shout out to that dude. Shout out to that dude, man. Uh, number one, Usman still number one. Um, which of yeah, course, yeah. like he's like he said in the, in the interview he did with us, that's who he wants to fight. He wants to fight the champ. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's coming soon. Yeah, absolutely. you know we got we got Magny back, so we are gonna be you know paying attention, giving y'all updates. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, man. And speaking of updates, man, what's what's going on in this uh in, in the political the political arena? Everybody's ramping up their uh, <laughs> everybody's ramping up their uh. You know, they ramping up. They ramping up. Um, Advertisement. You know, it's 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 funny, man, because I see and I've seen something like, you know, Biden and Harris. They got characters and advertising in Animal Crossing mm -hmm. on Nintendo Switch. So it ain't it ain't safe. You know, it ain't safe anywhere. Um, <laughs> you know, I know right now. Right now, they got Patty Labelle versus um. Versus uh, Gladys Knight for versus versus, exactly. and I caught a glimpse of it just now. But you know, I watched the full Brandy versus Monica, right? And before Brandy and Monica started, Kamala Harris popped up on the screen to wish them well to wow. say she was a fan of both of them. Wow! And you know how politics is. I'm sure she is a fan. I'm sure she knows a song or two. I'm not going to discredit her and just act like she's a robot. Like she doesn't right. have a life outside of politics. But this is this was politics to a T, man. Because she yeah. she said something. She was talking just like this on a Zoom call to them, and she backed yeah. up like this, just like how my logo shows right now. Right. She said Howard. Oh wow. So, She's a black woman. She's showing up on the verses with two black female R&B stars. She did a little yawn to show that she's a Howard alum. She hitting all the uh, she hitting all the demographics, you know. Hey, she, leverage, they're, they're gonna they're gonna keep popping up. Yeah, 
Leveraging the culture. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, um, you know, these wildfires are going on in California and Biden was talking about how, you know, if he gets elected, this is what he's going to do as far as funding and allocating and, and stuff like that. And he's, you know, they're working on stuff that they can do right now instead of just talk about the election. Right. Uh, Trump, you know, Trump, he's been through this before. I mean, Biden has too, but you know, Trump's just doing his normal ads. You know, I'm, I'm seeing his ads on YouTube. I'm seeing his ads on TV. They're the same ads we saw in 2016. Right. He's got the same kind of demeanor. You know, he, he kind of doesn't give a fuck. So he's just going to say what he says. He's going <laughs> to give people nicknames, you know, Sleepy Biden. And, yeah. and you know, he's going to throw shots at Kamala. But, you know, he kind of got himself in hot water because he admitted that, um, you know, there was a report that dropped that said, um, you know, he had known of the severity of coronavirus. He did. And he, he did. initially downplayed it. Because he didn't want, you know, to cause a panic in America. And which was new for Trump is he admitted that. He said, yes, I did know the severity and I did downplay it. Now, he knew about it, I think, in January or early February. And we didn't get a mask mandate until April. Exactly. So that's kind of wild. I understand. I understand people's hesitation. But, you know, you're the president. And I think if, if you just came out you know because like at least how i remember it i was hearing stuff on the radio all the time about yo china this coronavirus is going crazy in china this coronavirus is going crazy and i just kept thinking man don't come over here don't come over here and it was only a matter of time like it was like two weeks later on the radio it was like oh there's a case in america so i was like oh shit here we go here we go come to my state and it was in my state I hope it doesn't come around. You know what I mean? It, it just spread real quick. So I think during that whole thing, talking about China, I, I really wish that people in our government right now would have just been upfront. Yeah. You I know, hear. like, I feel like, I feel like maybe some people would have been scared, but if you, if you let people know like, Hey man, this thing in China could come over here, get some masks, be ready. We're working on something right now. I think people initially would have been a little, you know, a little alarmed, but I feel like, you know, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. So exactly. I think we would have handled it better. Exactly. You know, I don't think you should be scared of people's feelings so much as, as far as I think we would have felt more safe if we were to just told up front. because now it's like, you know, he downplays it. Fauci says one thing, CDC says another, WHO says another. So it's a lot more pandemonium when, all these offices are giving different accounts at the same time. It's exactly. Like, we believe you, you have your, you have your, you have your leadership coming to the masses with mixed, yeah. mixed, mixed messages instead of a united front. And that's mm-hmm. the, and, and that's the issue, right? That's the yeah. issue. Cause we're talking about a, a, we're talking about a virus, right? This is a human issue. It has nothing to do with party lines. So it's kind of like, exactly. you know, when everybody's on different fucking channels and, and you have to make sure that, your people, the American people are being protected and, you know what I mean, have what they need to protect themselves until we can get, you know, a 15-minute test in every household or a vaccine to help deal with this thing. You know, you you, you would have just hoped they would have handled it better, you know, and, and honestly, it's outside of Trump's character to even come out and admit that he was wrong. You know what I mean? I was surprised when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> so to be honest exactly. with you, I was uh, I was surprised, oh, man. Oh shit. He, oh, he, he kind of owned it a little bit. You know what I mean? He was just like, yeah, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, hey, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> well, <you know. laughs> it is what it is right now. So yeah, man, you just gotta stay. You know, keep washing your hands, keep wearing your mask, because we tell you every episode. That's right. You know? That's I see, right. I see, I see you out somewhere right now in hey, a different man. setting than normal. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. I'm in Winter Park, Colorado. I'm uh, social hey. distancing to the fullest exactly. extent of social distancing. Exactly. I'm <laughs> out here in the mountains, man. I got some jacuzzi time in last night. I'm gonna get some hey. jacuzzi time in tonight. You know, okay. Just, hey, man. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that if you can get out safely and enjoy it, hey, just take mm -hmm. just, just just have a standard, right? Take precaution. Wash your hands. Wear your mask in public places. You know, wipe stuff mm -hmm. down. Use your hand sanitizer. It's not that hard, people. It's not that yeah. hard, you know. And you can still live your life. I know it's been a little stressful for all of us in quarantine. I mean, obviously, me and you have had these conversations numerous. Oh times, yeah. yeah, you know. But hey, take this time to, to to dive into something that you like or something that you might need to you know strengthen yourself. You know what I mean? Get if you want to do digital marketing, get into that digital marketing. You like you want to start reading books again, start reading books again. You want to get into music, start getting the music yeah. again. It's not that hard, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm out here in the mountaintop. Look, get into it. Get into Just be the safe, books. man. Don't hey. don't don't you know 100% shut down like we were talking about the other day. Exactly. Just be safe with it. You know what I mean? So. We, we are talking about, you know, how to uh, stay safe and keep being active out here. And you showing us right now, hey, man, I could go out to the mountain with, a, with a, you know, mountains with a couple buddies. We can get an Airbnb and we could all, you know, return home and be safe. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, man, it's not that's, hard, definitely, man. that's definitely a good thing. Just keep, yeah, keep the precautions at the front of your mind, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of that, uh, we just took some burgers off the grill. So you know what that reminds me of? Hey. My boy Travis. Hey. Let's talk about him. Let's hey. talk about him. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, fam. Uh, Travis Scott, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, uh, he's got a promotion right now with uh, McDonald's for mm -hmm. the Travis Scott meal, which is a $6 meal. It's mm -hmm. nothing extensive. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing new. It's just a quarter pounder with cheese with bacon, medium fries, and a Sprite for $6. Right. $6. And they give you barbecue sauce. <laughs> um, you know, I was talking to one of my homies, and he, he, he said it was a smart move. You know, instead of, instead of trying to bank on something new or add something new to the menu, they just add a celebrity's name to get you to buy into what's already on the menu. Facts. Now, I don't think they've had a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon, but... You know, for the past few months, you have been able to add bacon to anything you ask for on right. the menu. Right. You can go into McDonald's right now and get, you know, large fries with bacon. Yeah. And they'll stick two slices of bacon in the large fries. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's nothing new, but it is kind of fun to go up to the, you know, I, I ordered one. It's nothing <laughs> new. Like I said, it's a good burger. I don't have McDonald's all the time. I've seen a lot of people bugging like, oh, you know, McDonald's is terrible food. Yeah, you don't eat it every day. I, I haven't eaten it in maybe like this whole year. Right. But why not? I'll show up for Travis just for the fanfare and say, Cactus Jack sent me. Let me get a Travis Scott meal. It's pretty funny. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, is he selling out with this? 
But um, if you remember, the only time McDonald's has had a celebrity endorsement of a meal like this was in 1992 with Michael Jordan. Michael J. So he's stepping into some, you know, heavy shoes. He's stepping into some big shoes. Uh, Travis, as you know, has had his versions of Jordan's drop Absolutely. over, you know, the past two years. But I see it like this. It's not necessarily like, oh, he's selling out or it's corny for linking with McDonald's. Um, I see McDonald's as one of the biggest and oldest American brands, one of the largest American brands. So for Travis to link his name, it's like a cosign. It's like a stamp. He's as American as McDonald's. Exactly. You know, you know what? Let me this ask is my that, brand. I've arrived. Yeah. Man. Let me let me add to that because I, I, you know, bringing up Travis Scott, bringing up McDonald's. You know, a lot of people might see it like, oh, he's a rapper, right? He's a rapper doing doing something with McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. But but let me tell you why this is important to the COD podcast, right? It's important to us Hell because yeah. it's yeah. important to us because, you know, we we bank on the concept of having a mastermind. And what a mastermind is, is in any business, any entrepreneurial uh, uh, venture you may have, you got to have people, smart people with different strengths, right? around you to mm -hmm. make sure that your business is successful, right? Travis Scott has yep. a great, great team around him. And I'm going to tell you why. Because not only is he doing this thing with McDonald's now, but we just saw him perform on Fortnite, right? Which Exactly, which, exactly. Which, you know. Another huge brand. Man, it, it, it pretty much a whole different de demographic that probably would never listen to his music. Probably, exactly. or, or, or maybe you know wasn't interest wasn't introduced to his music, uh, you know, organically. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he picked up some fans from that. But what I'm saying is that his team set him up with that. His team helped set him up with McDonald's. Yep. He's working yep. during these times when artists aren't making money selling records. You know, he's working and he's getting and he and, hey and he's uh he's out here, man. He's out here. He's he's hey, getting man. noticed, he's growing his audience, he's establishing himself as a brand, which like you said, and you can elaborate on this, Cactus Jack, you know, his uh, his all his merch and stuff he's yep. coming out with as well. Uh, that's that's dang near a, mm -hmm. a clothing line in itself, but you have to respect yep. Yeah, you have to see things for what they are and it's good business, you know, great business savvy. It's it's a, exactly. You know, and for us as a uh, us as a independent podcast looking at this, you know, entrepreneurs in our own right, we're like, "Damn, this is amazing." You know, it's a, it's it's a strong move, bro. Yeah. It's a strong move. Exactly. Exactly. It really is. Um you know, he he he's been dropping McDonald's themed clothing on his website. I ain't gonna lie. I copped his shirt I copped his shirt. <laughs> now, shirt now it doesn't it doesn't you know, I didn't get I didn't get one that says like McDonald's right in the middle of the chest or something. Right. But there was only there was two really good products that I liked. There was one that I got that has like the action figure, which I think is gonna show up in a happy meal at some point. Right. So you know, that's that's cool. But it it's very nineties esque. It's like it's like say say like say there is some type of uh mcdonald's sponsored event in the 90s or something and it's a big you know action figure and it says cactus jack sent you and then it says like mcdonald's at the bottom corner i'll put the picture up but it doesn't necessarily look like a mcdonald's shirt right. it looks like a travis got tour shirt 
that was like, you know, sponsored by McDonald's or something like that. Exactly. Now this, the other one that I liked, but it was a little expensive, you know, for me to just cop was um, if you remember the McDonald's all American basketball games, when they used to host the greatest, you know, high school players across the high school basketball players across the country to come play at the McDonald's all American basketball games. Yeah. Yeah. So he did a riff on that and he, you know, he released the cactus Jack all American basketball Jersey. You know, it has wow. the McDonald's logo, but it says cactus Jack all American. So, I mean, his team really did dig into the archives and try to figure out like, you know, what is something nostalgic we can put out there? What are some of the things that McDonald's has probably released over the years that you don't realize that McDonald's has been a part of? Right, right. But, you know, outside of the obvious, like, oh, this is corny, it's more so like, like I said, it's it's an American brand. It's one of the oldest institutions. It's one of the most visible institutions. So to put Travis Scott's name with that is just like Fortnite, like you said. How many people talk about Fortnite? Oh, this is... This is, you know, whatever type of game. We want to play Call of Duty. We want to play PUBG. You know, Fortnite is still the number one video game. So Travis Scott and his team, they know what they're doing. They're aligning him with number one brands out here. So, yeah, man. Get him exposed. You know, I applaud his team, man. I applaud his team. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. His team's doing a and, job. And as you said, you know, when, when artists can't, you know, have – you know, tours and stuff like that. He's making money because all these T-shirts, mm -hmm. it's like $48 each. You know what I mean? There was, a, uh, there was like a chicken nugget pillow that was like 90 bucks. So all this stuff is selling out. He's making bread. Like he's making bread. The, you know, the same thing with Fortnite. He sold Fortnite merch too, right. making bread. Um, but, you know, what was cool, he did show up to a McDonald's, I think the first McDonald's, they said one of the first McDonald's in Downey, California. So he showed up there. A bunch of his fans showed up. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, man, COVID, like this is kind of uh, irresponsible. But, you know, people had masks out there. Um, even though it was pandemonium, it wasn't like thousands of people. You know, it might have been 200 people max that showed up and kind of like crammed the parking lot. But right. he was out there for like a good, you know, 30 minutes or something. He, he jumped on top of his car. All of his fans were hand, handing him, like, memorabilia and merch to sign. And, you know, even though he didn't really perform music, he took out his phone and he played some music off his phone. I think he played some music from the car and was dancing around with people. But he was right there, you know, face-to-face -face with people, shaking people's hands, dancing with people, doing all that. And in this time of uncertainty and whatnot, you know, everyone's outside. They weren't inside. So hopefully, you know, if you have your mask on and you're outside, yeah. you're safe to an extent. But it's it was cool to see that joy, man. Yeah. yeah, it's risky. It's risky. It's risky. But, you know, um, there, was, there was something put out there, a report put out there about the protests saying, you know, the, it didn't really, you know, COVID didn't really spread heavily like people thought. Right. during these protests now i know in the protests people are constantly moving they're walking down the street they're constantly moving but those are still big crowds bigger crowds than the mcdonald's crowd for travis at these protests but you know if everyone has their mask on and they're outside yeah. it greatly you know minimizes the risk it's still risky yeah. but it was cool to see people have an escape for a little bit 
you know, his fans are really happy. They're eating up the moment. He gets to still feel like he's on his stage a little bit when he hops on the hood of a car. Yeah. I was like, you know, for that little bit, people forget that there's some danger out there. Yeah. Now, hopefully right. they got some hand sanitizer real quick. <laughs> real quick, spray some 409 in the air. You yeah, know? exactly. Hey, hey, I, I want to bring this up too, man, because we covered Ooh, this man. when we had uh, yeah. when, we had, when we had the guy, uh, Thug the Bugger, on here, and, and me and you have uh, <laughs> yeah. actually um, – Touched, touched on this a couple of times when we brought it up. I think our last episode yeah. when it was just me and you, we brought up TikTok. And uh, yeah. I know you know that Trump Trump issued an order, you know, buying yeah. U.S. companies from uh, doing business with TikTok's parent company, a Chinese company. Tencent, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and um, TikTok actually sued over that. So, mm-hmm. so what happened was, was that TikTok was like, okay, you know what? We'll just sell our U.S. holdings, right? We'll sell our U.S. Yeah. holdings. So Microsoft came with a strong deal. It came with yeah. a strong deal to acquire TikTok, which I would have liked to see Microsoft with TikTok, right? But man, TikTok sold to Oracle. TikTok sold to Oracle. So I'm just like, okay, well, you know, they must see some real value in this thing to go head to head with Microsoft. I know Microsoft probably came with a hefty hey man, bag. I, I don't think I've heard of Oracle being in a space like that in a while. I know there's still a company and they're not dead out here, but like Oracle, really? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. They beat out the Microsofts and the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Oracle. That's Do they own any type of social media? Is this their first foray? Hey, hey, I, I that think was a they, Hail Mary. That's a Hail Mary, bro. I think I think that they might uh they might, you know, obviously they're they're in the the coding and you know what I mean? They're probably involved somehow yeah, in yeah. apps and these these programs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, they've never been like a, a forerunner in the app space. So I'm exactly. like so I'm like, damn, what is TikTok like, value that's gonna happen? Right, exactly. What, like what do they value that? Like, like, you know, why is this yeah. why are they Go out on the limb to make such a strong move. You yeah. know what I mean? So I like and you know like, if you can call it out, what's TikTok's like demographic, bro? Like let me know. Like you know it's it's children. It's children, man. It's like you know, like you could say like you could say like hip hop or something is like eighteen to thirty five, right? Right, right, right. What's the demographic like right under that? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. it's got to be like 12 to 19 or something. It's got to be like, I know there's all ages on TikTok, but like the people I know on TikTok are like, they, they're, they're still children. They're kids, you know, it's yeah. like kids are, a lot of kids are making the content. A lot of kids are stars and I know kids are eating it up. Um, people who are our age who are on TikTok are probably creating TikToks. They're trying to, catch the wave you know, right, right. i really consume they're, they're trying, trying to you know be a star on tiktok they're not necessarily scrolling through tiktok themselves just being a pure consumer of content yeah man i, I think the children that's the children catch me out west that's that's, that's where yeah man <laughs> and it's crazy man because i i remember coming up and being the first on myspace I remember, you know, Facebook started for college, college kids, but then they opened it up. And when they opened it up, I was one of the first on Facebook. Damn, shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. You remember Tom? Hey, shout out (laughs) Tom. I remember when YouTube started 
and it's it was just back. anime on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Twitter started in college. Right. So this is the first. I look. I remember like late college when Instagram started. You know, so this is really the first social network that I don't feel connected to. I don't understand it. Like I just know people dance and they don't really dance. They just move their hands and hey, people eat it up. Hey, hey, hey. I'm <laughs> I remember that. Vine. Hey, I'm bored you know, like, in the really, house. Board, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, cuz this is really the first. Hey, you know? this is the first social media company I don't feel connected to. That's how I know yeah. I'm getting old. That's but, but how you know, I know I'm you know, it's so crazy. Like, 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 just and, and and just like you said, man, it just raises so many questions. I'm just curious as to what you know, what direction Oracle's gonna go in with. It. And you know, it's crazy. <laughs> the Chinese, they're not happy about it. No, no, not at all. Not because there was a report. There was a report that came out saying the Chinese government opposes the sale of TikTok to a U.S. owner and says they'd rather just shut TikTok down. Right. So, the Chinese government is threatening to just end TikTok altogether. Yeah, yeah. they feel like shut it down. They're like, look, if we can't control it, and if, like, I know TikTok wasn't just sold outright to an American owner. The American operations were sold to an American owner. Right. But the Chinese government is like, nah, F that. Like, if if we can't control TikTok, then no one can have TikTok. Not even us. So the Chinese government has threatened to just shut it down. Just erase it. Wipe it off yeah. the face of the planet. So now, Ultimately, I think that's why the, the company move forward so quickly to sell this American holding just just because of what you said you know Chinese government yeah. wants to shut it down Trump is opposing it 100% just just off GP and yeah. you know you know and they like man you know what we 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 don't want to be shut down but we don't want to come out of this you know with our with our hands on some bread too. at least yeah. get some money and hold on to it you know exactly exactly so it was a small it might be a rainy day coming up you know yeah, it was a smart move. It was a smart move, you know. It's just like, yeah, nah, man, I, I don't see I MySpace making those type of deals right now. Nah, man. Like you said, where's Tom at? He's chilling. He, he's lucky. <laughs> he, Tom is somewhere happy that he got out of this before social media got too crazy. Yeah, he hit the eject button, luck, man. man. He bailed out. It was, he said, look, it was much uh, simpler when you can just pick what song to play on your page. <laughs> For real. For real. Let me get my background. Let me get my song. It's all good. Luda. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we, and we out here. But, hey, you know, I, I kind of want to pivot back to music for a bit. Um, Give it to me. Your boy, 6 9 Oh, the flop. I ain't even going to say your boy. I don't want to say it like that. Yes, you know. The tattletale. He's so tattletales, right? And his boy, Academics before the album even dropped, was talking about it's projected to sell 160. It's projected to sell 160 in the week. Uh, Big Sean had dropped. This right. is Big Sean's like first album in a little bit. Detroit 2. Major length solo. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Detroit 1 was hard. hard. Detroit 2, his best album. His best album. He really delivered. He really delivered on this one. Yeah, um, but the thing is, Six nine, if you know, he's a big showboater. You know, he'll he'll diss people in the worst ways. We all know his his snitching history, so people already got something against him for that. Absolutely. Um, but you know, he's been going at our Chicago brethren. You know, so you know he's been dissing Dirk. He's been dissing King Vaughn. He's been uh, 
he showed up to Dirk's cousin's, uh, I guess, site where he got gunned down and was kind of being, you know, like facetious. He was like, oh, rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. But you know, it's like, he doesn't really mean that, you know? Why are you going to, you don't, you don't know him at all. You've been beefing with Dirk. So why are you showing up at his cousin's, you know, site where he got murdered and, and you, you know, kind of mocking him? Now it's not just Chicago that he disrespected because LA he showed up at he showed up in LA, he showed yep. up to a Nipsey mural and he did the same type of mockery where he said, Nipsey, I know you're looking down on me, blah blah blah. Nipsey wasn't really fond of him when he was living. Right. So, you know, he, he was saying some stuff about Pop Smoke. Now I think him and Pop Smoke were never like they never hated on each other. But you know, people who rock with Pop Smoke they don't really like six nine like that. Like Pop Smoke's fans are like, why are you even bringing up, you know, Pop? So you know, six nine is just mentioning a lot of people who have passed, saying, "I know you're looking down on me, this, this, and that." Uh, either way, you know, he drops tattletales, and you know what you reap, you sow. You know, so even with all the bundles, this is the last time that. Billboard is going to accept bundle sales. So, you know, just like how Travis Scott sells merch, right. a lot of his merch comes packaged with an album download code. Exactly. So every time you buy a shirt, it's like an album sale. All the artists do it now. Um, you know, 6 9 keeps saying he's blackballed, he's blackballed, this, this, and that. But academics put him at 160000 for a projection of the week. He ended up selling 53000 Yeah. So... Big Sean came out on top, number one album for the week, was selling 109,000. And it's one of those things like, you know, 6 9 puts himself in this kind of cloud of hatred where it's like, yo, come at me. You can't get at me because he has 10 security guards around him. He walks around with kind of like pre presidential security. And, you know, he's a federal informant too. So you got to think that there's some type of protection, federal protection around him. Yeah, but it kind of begs the question: If you're not meeting these projections, regardless, album bundles are you know counted or not. You talking about all oh, streaming this, this, that, and the third? If you're not meeting your projections, how could you keep affording security like that? Yeah, you're making yeah. a lot of enemies out there. Yeah, I'm happy you mentioned that, man, because I, I got two points to make on this. First of all. With his, with the way he does business, with things he says, the way he disrespects people, six nine has kind of boxed himself in, right? He's put himself in yeah. a box. Nobody wants to work with him. Nobody wants to support him. They don't want their name tied in with him. Um, which brings up my other point, and exactly what you said, right? One hundred sixty thousand. He was projecting. He only hit fifty three thousand. Like, bro. Exactly. Like, you ain't working with no top producers you're not you know what i mean you're not getting promoted the right way you know what i mean you're not, He's not getting get, features you're not getting features you can't perform right now because of covid19 you would have think the yep. would have learned a little something and just be humble and, and just calm it down just a little bit um yep. biggest reason is is just like you said he, he has he denied federal so this is from 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 what I had read previously. He denied federal yeah. protection. So he's paying yeah. his own security guards, right? Mm -hmm. Bro, if you if you ain't selling no records, guess what? That money, that money ain't gonna be coming in like that. You can't afford that yeah. security. I mean, yeah. like you said, he's beef with a lot of people, man. I I mean 
I hope not, knock on wood or, or whatever, you know, God bless his family. But honestly, yeah. man, I think it's only a matter of time, man. I think that I think that this guy is, is problematic. And I think that he's boxed himself in, man. And and I just hope the kid, I just hope the kid, uh, man, he's gonna get what he, you know, he's gonna get what he's looking for. And I and I hope he, yeah, man. I hope he knows that, man. I hope he, you know, finds some sense real quick and tries to lay low for a couple of months before. You know, before, come on now. Before the wave hits, hits. He gotta be like Hack and just stay in the basement now. You know, yeah. It's really wild, you know, like, it's another thing, like, he hit up all the hip-hop media, right? He hit up Breakfast Club, they didn't want to do an interview with him. Hot 97, they didn't want to do an interview. Drink Champs with Nori, Joe Budden said, you know, he called their team. Uh, and it's crazy, like, you know, you got a friend in act, why don't you just, you know, keep go talking to that? Why don't, you know, go holler at him. But I guess what Budden said was, he's really looking for a cosign. Because Ack has a huge platform. You can get on Twitch. You can talk to Ack on Instagram. You can talk to the people directly and get out what you need to get out. But I guess it's like he wants to sit next to someone and it makes it look like this is validation. Like he's good in the culture. People want to speak to him. Right. right. No one in hip-hop wanted to speak to him. So if you, if you paid attention, he showed up on the Logan Paul podcast. You know, he spoke to the Nelk boys. Um... He had spoke to the Shade Room. He spoke to the Shade Room. I saw the Shade Room. I saw the Shade Room. Shade Room is kind of closer to hip hop culture. It's kind of closer to the culture. But for him to go on Logan Paul and the Nelk Boys, both of their podcasts, um, you know, he's doing the YouTube circuit now. Those are YouTubers. Those are people outside of the culture. Those are people who. You know, and I heard it was a good interview from what it, you know, from, for what it's worth, just because they're outside of the culture, they can act like they're ignorant and just ask him questions. Like, so what's this? What's that? What's this? Yeah, explain so it was kind of right. like, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, an outsider looking into his situation, but they didn't really respect him on the show. They were asking him questions. Like, so if, if, you know, if you know that you're boxing yourself in, like you said, why do you keep doing this? He said, oh, that's my promo. That's how I got hot. That's how, you know, it's like their questioning kind of made him look dumb. Right. So no one in hip hop wants to talk to you. You're speaking to YouTubers. Man, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, you, you know what? He, and, and even that, even that answer is, is, is not the answer of a business savvy man. It's like, this is what, yeah, this is what I usually do. This is what, what made me hot. Yeah. That's when you had a little credit. That's when you had a, some people behind you. You're not right. in that position anymore. You know, you even had 50 who was like, oh, that's my son. You know what I mean? Like, you had you yeah. had cosigns. You had people who were messing with you. Like, mm-hmm. you're not in that same position, bro. And the only thing that's, that's constant out here is change. And your whole situation out here in the culture has changed, my man. You got yeah. repos- to reposition yourself to win. And he ain't, exactly. he ain't repositioning himself to win. And, and you know... And it's crazy because cause six nine's the type of cat he'll listen to what we saying right now and be like, oh, them dudes don't know nothing. But it's like, bro, it's obvious. You know what I'm saying? Only a blind man can't see that his, you know, his own actions are destroying him. You know, so it's it's like I said, I, I hope he's whatever. But yeah, man, Tattletales, Flop City, Flop City. Yeah, yeah, it's man. It's over with. So, you know, it's the changing of the guards out here, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact, man. 
That's the fact. I'm not happy to see anyone's downfall, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy to see him be humbled a little bit. You know, hopefully yeah. he switches up his ways. You know, because you know, who knows, man? He could he could make some tracks or he can make some content out here, but you know, just just uh, relax. You know, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to go in on people and try to expose people to be hot. You know, you don't have to do all that. You yeah. already made it here. Switch it up. You know, 50, 50 you know, he, he got here on his talent. Yeah, he was still kind of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a bully. But even he knows when to, you know, quit the beef and then turn up the business acumen, you know? Absolutely. I mean, think about it, bro. He switched. He, he went from music to, to vitamin water, you know what I'm saying? Cashing out on yeah. one of the biggest deals of water, any art of anybody in hip hop. And then, yeah. and, and now he's in the um, the movie space. You know what I'm saying? And, and, thrive, and thriving Facts. in the movie space. And it's yeah. one, of the, and it's one of those things, man. Like you, you can still, you know, be a, a pillar of the culture. But if you don't stick and move with the changing times, I mean, you just stagnant, bro. You just, you know, you a puddle of water that's gonna evaporate eventually. If I could use that analogy. <laughs> you know yeah. And I know, I know you out here reading the book, man. Um, yeah, let's let's uh. Let's holler our next episode for a little bit. I know, I know, we got a, I got a guest next episode, but next time that we're on speaking to each other, let's let's give people a recap of the book, man. I think that should give us time to really like finish the book and reflect. Yeah, absolutely. Next two episodes, man. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, but I got to mention yeah. this too, man, on Twitter. Uh, so I read this book called The Rage of Dragons, which they described as glad- gladiator meets game of thrones and if you know anything about me you know that i like those epic adventure you know deep plot you know mystical mayhem you know sex uh, uh politics the whole nine right in one in one bundle Back one up. bundle in one bundle yeah. so i read this book man and it was amazing and the author is a young brother by the name of evan winter and i just want to shout him out man because uh Okay. I followed him on Twitter, and he's been replying to me, man. I told him I'm excited for it. We've been chatting a little bit. Okay, shit. Wait, and he's been replying to me, and then his yeah his second book of that series uh, drops in November. And if you haven't checked it out, it's called The Rage of Dragons. If you got a little time on your hands, you're still quarantining or self-quarantining or just want to get back into reading, The Rage of Dragons is definitely a, a book you can grab and, and, and kind of get into. You know, it grips hey, the imagination. With if it. You will. Yeah, absolutely. All I right. got to shout him out, man. You know, he he he's not Hollywood out here. He's replying to the yeah. fans, so you got to respect that. I gotta I gotta find that man. Send me a link, bro. Yeah, I got. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, somebody. Somebody put me on the scribd.com. You can get a uh, you can get a uh, I think like a monthly subscription and get you know your whole pick of ebook. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you, you know what's crazy, man. I thought about getting a Kindle, but but it's something about me holding a book in my hand, you know? The book, know. yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah, that's yeah. good, bro. You definitely gotta keep print alive, man. You can't know? be staring at a screen all the time. You know there's definitely uh <laughs> there's definitely benefits to having print in your hand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of that, man, uh, all these kids, I got a couple friends who are teachers. What you think about this e learning, man? What do you think about this? This distance learning at home with these uh, kids. I think I think it's something. I think it's it's okay. You know, my brother is in college right now, 
he's doing well. You know, he set himself up a schedule. So he's sitting there, you know, listening to his lectures, doing his work, staying focused. I know compared to me in college, it was, you know, wake up, crack a beer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, get your work done, yeah. rush to class. So to me, as somebody looking back, it's like, yo, you know, you got everything in the world, you know, you at home, you make your own schedule, you're focused, you know, this is yeah. good for you. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I mean, he's still got his friends out here. So it's nothing too, you know, crazy or different for him. But at the same time, it's like, you know, maybe for the college kids, you're kind of taking away that experience. Exactly. But at that age, at that age, it's like, do you necessarily need, because that's something I think about all the time. It's like, were we conditioned just because we saw American Pie and everything and just, <laughs> you know, college culture that you had to party, you know? Right, partying right. is great. Partying is great. But it's like, I feel like sometimes it was just feverish, like you had to, you know? Thursday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, brunch on Sunday. If I went to a uh, college banger and I didn't do a keg stand, you know, am I really doing it right? Like, nah, I feel, exactly. I feel incomplete, exactly. you know, I feel incomplete. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, on the one hand, I feel, I feel sorry for the college kids. Cause it's like, you might be missing out on parties, right. but you know, the good thing is just focus right now, really get your schoolwork done. There's going to be yeah. parties in the future. You know, you're Absolutely. not going to miss out. If yeah. you still have your close friends around you, you can still go and do, you know, turn up with your friends. So exactly. it's nothing too crazy. I think the real, real issue with this e-learning is the kids. Right. In high school, you might, you know, you might feel like, dang, I really got to get out there and hang out with my friends. But if they're all in the same neighborhood, you're good. You're good. I think it's really like these um, the younger kids, man. Kindergarten and grade school kids. Yeah. The kindergarten and grade school kids, they they need the socialization. You know what I Absolutely. mean? That's their developmental years. The Absolutely. older kids can handle it. They can they can dial back. They can get on their phones. They can yeah. find ways. They can if they're of driving age, they can still drive and do their thing. But oh, the you younger know, kids, you know, up on the sticks. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> younger know? kids, man, it's different for them. You know, they they yeah. they're still developing, so they're still learning the world. They're still like, you know, what's this? What's that? Yeah. Um, especially for the kindergartners, you know. And it's crazy. I saw a story. It's getting wild out here, man. I saw a story of a third year third grader. He was in his own crib, just like we are, and he had a Nerf gun. Right, he was playing with a Nerf gun. Uh, Nerf yeah, gun, as yeah. you know, it doesn't look like a real gun at all. No, it's not very at all. colorful. It's very big and bulky. You can tell it's made of plastic. But the teacher, for whatever reason, had said something about. You know, the teacher said something about. You know, I think they called the cops on the kid, saying that you know he brought a gun to school. Yeah, the teacher felt threatened. Did he bring a gun to school? No, he's he's got a nerf gun in his own house he's yeah. not pointing it at people threatening them he's you know he's being idle yeah he's picking up the gun and you know playing around with it but he's not telling people on camera you know blah 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 right. for whatever reason she says that he brought a gun to school technically so p police show up at his crib and now he's got a record and he's been suspended from school for so many amount of days 
but it's on his record. This third grader has it on his record now. So that's something that's crazy too. You know, you gotta, I mean, that's a very extreme case and I hope his parents can fight it and get that off his record because like, yo, I'm in the fucking sanctity of my own house. Yeah. You know, sorry for my language, but come on now. Yeah. It's not a real gun. You know, it's not a real gun. It's not a BB gun. It's a Nerf gun. You know what that looks like. So, you know, hopefully this thing can tell, you know, it can show people like, look, man, I know we're distance learning, but it's not the same rules. He didn't bring that to school. Yeah. This is in his own house. And, you know, there was something else where a kid was like eating. Right. And, and the teacher said no eating in class. And it was just so happened that his mother heard that and his mother said he is in his own house his mother said that and the teacher shut up so it's one of these things where like you know don't try to role play like you're still in the classroom there's definitely clearly different rules right now if a kid is at home and his mom gives him some apples to eat while he's listening let the kid eat some apples if the kid is clearly distracted say something but like yeah where do you get off telling people how to act in their own house? And, you know, and it's like we're tuning in to learn, world, bro. And, and you know, a school is supposed to be setting you up for the real world, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. If I'm in the office, or, or even this, we're doing the pod. I have no problem with yeah. picking up my drink, taking a sip. If I'm hungry, yeah. I'll throw a peanut in my mouth. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you know, especially when your brain's going and you're learning, yeah. and you're doing something, you're concentrating on something. Everybody knows that 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 uh, mental work can be more strenuous than physical work. And you might exactly. need to replenish yourself. I don't see the issue with that. I don't see the issue with yeah. being able to accomplish the, the daily task that a teacher, you know, sets in front of the students and, and eating an apple. You know, I mean, come on now. Yeah. That's, that's and these are down. young kids. Yeah. These are young kids too. So like I don't think you need to go that hard on them and try to bring disciplinary action for yeah. for such minor tasks. Oh, I can oh. see if they were screaming over a stream and you had to like mute them and tell them, you know, calm down or if you have to do this or do that. But, you know, that's, that's, you know, for the teachers to figure out. That's for the teachers to really switch up their methods of teaching. You got to understand you're not in the classroom. Yeah. People are going to be more relaxed. You know, even, even now, you know, when I had to sign into Zoom meetings, I wasn't always wearing a polo. I was wearing a shirt, you know, like we're at home. Exactly. You're going to come at me for not being business casual in my house. So, you know, it's one of those things. But, you know, on the other flip side, you know, we spoke about the teachers. There's also some responsibility for the parents during this, uh, you know, distance learning thing. You can't just leave them and say, okay, they learned all that they need to over the computer. You know, it's, right. it's, it's something for the parents. They kind of have to be more involved nowadays. Like, hey, yeah. okay, this happened. Do you know what this is? Let's go over this again type of thing. And there's a lot of people out there. I know my cousin is is starting a pod where right. she's showing up to some, you know, third grader's house and she's going over the lesson plans with that kid after he's done with his lessons. And hopefully okay. you bring some neighborhood kids together and, you know, you help them teach so they can still get some in-person learning. 
So, you know, it's, it's definitely a little bit more involved. You have to be with the younger kids and distance learning. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I imagine it's, it's harder on the parents, especially the parents who, you know, are trying to work full time and with the yeah. kids, with, especially with the younger kids, not so much the, the high schoolers and stuff, but with the younger kids being at home, I mean, it's tough, you know, it's tough. Yeah. You know, shout out to all the parents out there because we know it's tough and it's, and it's difficult, but you yeah. know what? It, it's, it's, it's a new world, man. It's a new world out here, and uh, there, there's there's things that we're gonna have to adjust to, and it's and it's you know ways of learning and it's ways of uh, getting stuff done at home because even because because even for some adults it's hard for them to work from home. You know, I've had new yeah. people tell me that it's been it's been a transition, right? It's like man, I gotta keep yeah. myself motivated. I gotta keep myself in the game when I'm at home because I'm not used to working from home. I mean a lot of people didn't see the value of that office until they didn't have that option anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, yeah. Just, you know, it's the new norm, man. It's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough, but we got to do what we got to do to move everybody, move society as a whole forward. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. So I think, uh, I think we're coming up on an hour or so. Yeah, that's right. Um, so let's, let's recap the episodes, man. We we had a cut. We had a yeah, man. good episodes. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, who was who was uh, before Matt Brazel and then who uh, was, Fred who was before Brazel? Fred Marshall. Yes. How could I forget Fred? How could I forget the homie Fred? That was one of our best episodes of this whole run. Hey man, that was hey, one man. of our best episodes. I got motivated, bro. I got motivated. Hey. I know you've known him for some time, but yeah. I was introducing him on that episode. Um, I was motivated, bro. I mean, he 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 speaks a language that I speak. You know. Yeah, he definitely drops some dimes. Motivated. On us. He drops some dimes on us, man. He's, he's uh, yeah, he's in that marketing field. You know, mm-hmm. like you and me. So. Um, it's, it's, he reminded me of myself, you know, when I talk to people about music, you know, it's like, you can see that he sees the bigger picture right now. Exactly. So when he's talking, it's like, you got to keep up, you got to get clued in, but he yeah. sees it right now. He knows where he's going to be in five, 10 years. He's telling you right now, like, this is where this person has to be, this person, this person, he's got the organization down pat. Right. People just got to, you know, listen and follow. So you know, he, he definitely reminded me of me, like, when I talk to people about music, like, yo, I'm working with this producer because of this, and I'm doing this because of that, and you speak very passionately, you know, you, you speak like we can do it right now, and you need someone like that in business, you know, so. Absolutely. You know, I know I keep saying motivation, but he got me motivated, man. He got yeah. me riled up to keep going, you know, yeah. so. Hey, rethinking great conversation. Hey, rethinking different, uh, revamping old ideas to create new ideas and new products. Um, whatever your vision is, you you visualize it, you plan it, and then you execute, man. Uh, I agree. Having Fred on was a treat, and every time I talk to him, I uh, he reminds me of something that may have slipped my mind. Um, you know, when doing business or or when dealing with people out here in the professional world it's like look man you got to capitalize look you got to realize that you don't have to know everything right got to surround yourself yeah. by people who know everything i mean yeah, like you friend. said it, 
just very motivating, very motivating episode. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you go back and check it out. Uh, Fred Marshall, that was episode 11. Now, I know this is something that we talk about behind the scenes, but, you know, just on some transparency. Yeah. Fred, his episode cracked 100. Yeah, absolutely. So we back up there. You know, we back up there. Um, you know, our, our, our views have been rising. Even Matt Brazel's episode is around 90 right now. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, shout out Jams and uh, and Bill. Yeah, they cracked two hundred. Bill is yeah. up by two fifty. Yeah. So you know, shout out to everybody who's watching, man. We we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, it doesn't definitely go appreciate that. It doesn't go unnoticed, like, and it doesn't go unappreciated, yeah. man. We uh, we we. I feel we, like Fred brought the energy. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man, absolutely, and, and and really made us look at the big picture. We're all reminded us of the big picture mm-hmm. that we were looking at previously. Sometimes, you know, even you, you need motive, motive, you need to be motivated even by something that you're motivated to do, right? Because we're motivated exactly. to do. Exactly, we love doing exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what, man? Like, hey, let's talk yeah. about Matt Brazel, man. Let's talk about Matt yeah, Brazel. Um, that was a great episode. Rest in peace, Chad with Bozeman. That's right. Um, a King's you know, I didn't. Now we we called Matt Brassel on the episode because we know him. We are introduced to him as a writer, as a blogger, as a you know a movie buff, um, aficionado, all that. Absolutely. So, um, one one thing that we really wanted him on there for was his Marvel expertise. Yeah, and not just Marvel expertise was movie expertise so you know we we had planned for him to come on the show and kind of break down chadwick's character and black panther and what it means you know to the culture and then from there you know also speak about his other movies and how that you know translates to cinema as a whole yeah but one thing i learned about matt was that you know he works on set with uh fargo right you right. know, um, I think Chris Rock is in this season of Fargo. Yeah. So that's cool. You know, it's like, you know, you not only do you know this much about movies, but you're on set. Yeah. So and when, it's like, and when somebody's involved really in the process. In yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when somebody's involved in the process, man, he knows what these actors go through. He knows what yeah. these writers go through. He knows how big, like, you know, when, when people are, are in big roles like that and, and they have to embody that character, he knows what goes into it. So for him exactly. to kind of to kind of go over Chadwick's character and the roles that he played and the messages he pushed um, up until, you know, his, his past and rest in peace. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. it, it was a treat, man. It was a treat. It was heartfelt. Um, obviously, he mentioned strength multiple times, and that's because Chadwick shows strength, man, the embodiment of strength. Nobody knew that he had, what, colon cancer? Nobody knew that. I yeah. knew that, you know? And yeah. uh, it's just one of those things, man. Uh, we felt like we had to dedicate a uh, whole episode to him and his career, and, and, and Matt Brazel was who we brought on to, to, you know, put the cherry on the cake. Uh, so to speak. So, and I like how he brought his. Uh, I like how he brought his knowledge to the uh, forefront. You know, it wasn't just Black Panther. You know, before I got to mention how good I thought the Five Bloods was. Right. He was already there. He was there. You know, the Five Bloods. He mentioned that quick. Um, he had mentioned his other movies that he had seen. Not right. only was he mentioning the movies that he had seen and what that means. 
but he was also, you know, comparing him to other stars out there that I might not, or that, you know, we might not have compared him to. The parallels between Chadwick, um, you know, and his death announcement or how we found out about his illness, just like um, David Bowie. Exactly. Now, I knew the story of Bowie, but I don't think if we had just done that episode ourselves that I would have brought up David Bowie. Not at all. I don't know if I would have said that. Um, you know, yeah. co- you know, uh, comparing him to an actor like Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Now that I see the picture, I know who Robert Redford is. I recognize him. But I don't know if that would have, you know. So it was definitely great to have a different perspective to bring other parts of the culture that we might have, you know, glossed over. We might have kept it focused on just our worldview and what we think. So it was good to have somebody like him to kind of expand that and bring that to the cod. So absolutely, I'll thank him for showing up too. Yeah, thank you, Fred. Thank you, uh, Matt Brazo. And man, thank you for everyone, everyone who listens to our episodes. Uh, this is we got something in store for y'all. We got something in store for y'all, man. Just, just wait on it. We we got some we got some things in the works outside of your normal episodes, your normal weekly episodes. We got we got some more. Uh, I don't want to name what we have, but we got some product dropping for y'all soon. We got something outside, outside of your normal recorded episodes. Hey, it's Ryan and Paul, and this is the Cod. Yes, sir. Episode thirteen. That's right. Peace. Peace.